Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Hey everybody, I'm Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host, Sophie. Hello. We're here to announce that we have a brand new podcast with iHeartRadio called Always Hungry. All right, Sophie, tell everybody what they're going to hear on Always Hungry. Well, we're definitely going to be cooking. And you'll be mixing drinks, of course. (laughs) Yes, but most importantly, we'll be having those conversations at the stove and the dinner table that families love to have. Listen to Always Hungry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I am the inspiration for the Mortal Kombat character, Sonya Blade. Uh, The reason being that uh, my real name is Sophia, and what people don't realize is that a nickname for Sophia um, in in Ukraine, or Russian-speaking countries, is Sonya. So, and that's how I did that, Um, and, you know, I just dropped this secret on my co-host a second ago, and they didn't know that, and now their mind's blown. But anyway, thank you for having me. I am Sophia Alexandra. Also known as Sonia, I guess. Until, you know, unless y'all didn't know. So, wow. that's how I'm feeling. Seems yeah, like well. there's a lot of bitterness and negativity behind well, that intro. No, just a lot of hurt. A lot of hurt meow. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, I am um, named after the great musician Miles Davis. But my friends and family call me Mai Mai. And please welcome me to the podcast. I am my my gray gray. Did you know? Did you actually know that about me? Yeah. I'm serious. Are you being serious? On on the Japanese side, some of my family friends would call me my my. Are you serious? I just yes. made that up. Well, fuck you. I thought That's you knew something about me. You fuck. Wild dude. Yeah, because oh, you know you my, break it my. in Japanese. You know the letter, like your your letters are syllables. So my name in Japanese, Mayurusu, like the four, four characters. So people just go Mai as like just the, you know, affect. Oh God, to go to to go back to our respective home countries, wouldn't that be something? I think I'd cry on the way there. Anyway, welcome to this show. Uh, which I would is another do that show thing that you know you always see people do, and you're like, "That's nasty." When people kiss the ground, I would 100 oh, yeah. percent kiss the ground, and it would be gross, and I would do um, it. Uh, yes, I would kiss the ground. I would eat the ground's ass. Okay, <laughs> and I don't know what the equivalent is that. If that just means you like eat a sewer pipe, lick on a sewer pipe. But honestly, if oh god, what I would give to be in Japan right now, like. Ooh, I know, and the uh, last trip I took was to Japan, and that's what I keep thinking about. Damn, yeah, and like you know, time. low key, like uh, I have family relatives that passed away over there. Like it's important to like be over there, and you got to do that shit. But that's neither here nor there. This show is four twenty day fiance. It is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, ninety day fiance, and all of its. Well, not all of it, but and some of its iterations, the ones that please us. Yeah. 
So this, definitely the ones that please us. Yes. This episode is about the OG 90 Day Fiance. And this is episode what now? And what's it called now? Um uh I uh do you know actually? I don't know what it is. Mm. I actually don't know what it is. No. Did you write it down? I, I fucking never look. Oh, damn. So it's not a bit this time? Yeah, no, we fucked up on that one. Um that was a 420k actually or was it? <laughs> the episode 12 about last night. Oh yeah, it's just so generic. That's why I forgot yeah. it. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Where do you want to start? Do we want to save um, any over just overall thoughts? It was I'm boring yeah. as fuck. Yeah, some stuff was boring, other stuff at least I was, you know, whatever. But there were yeah. only two storylines that are interesting. Or, okay. or even worth talking about. Mm. Tariq and Hazel. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, Stephanie and Ryan. Ryan. I mean, okay. Harris. I mean, Ryan. I mean, oops. So shall we start with your fellow compatriot? Jovi. Yara and... Jovi, Jovi. Joby and Yara. There's one good thing about his name. It's that it's given us a in- quick injection of energy that we can summon at any moment. But also shout out to the Gypsy Kings. Uh, and please don't sue us. So let's talk about them. It's the aftermath of the uh, engagement party where he acted a drunk ass and completely just, you know, further confirmed that she may have made a terrible, terrible choice in a mate. Um, yeah, definitely that party was all about how much she should regret making a baby Jovi mm-hmm. uh, or a Bajovi or a Bon Jovi. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, a Bon Jovi. <laughs> so st- great. Bon uh-huh. spelled B-U-N, obviously. Right, right, bon right. Bon Jovi, because she's got a bun in the oven. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I retired hey, from comedy. Thank you so much. You know, I bet it's, uh, it's been great. Thanks for being here. Uh, that is a Bon Jovi bonus, though. For that's I love that. Yeah, I mean, he's... Okay, so yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. she tries to explain once again why it's not cool to leave your pregnant fiancé who doesn't, who's, doesn't know anyone at the party and for whom English is their, her second language just to hang out at the party by herself while you get progressively drunker and then proceed to fucking paw her ass and try to talk to people on your like one like slow dance or whatever. Uh, I think she's tripping. I think she's tripping. Fucking asshole. She's tripping, man. She's tripping. This is what (laughs) this is pregnancy, I guess. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Or this is what avoiding my own inner monologue looks like, (laughs) y'all, when you play it out to this degree. (laughs) Maybe it's that. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, But I'm not looking inside of myself. Fuck that. Yeah, it's it's upsetting, you know, because she's just like, can't believe how insensitive he's being just gaslighting her. She's also mad because she's like the way you drink and shit is just indicative of how little you actually think about the future. Uh, I'm Greg Nant. And you're out here just peeling back the white claws like it's fucking nothing. And don't let me don't make me let go of that prego. Don't make yeah. me do it. That whole thing, too, is like when you see um, 
that interaction when she's like just reading him his rights, okay? Mm-hmm. I've just been like, this is this. You're trash. You're not thinking about the future. You're dick trash. You look like trash. Uh, she, He's doing that thing where like he's not say, like he's shutting down, but you know he's listening to every single thing he's doing, but he's overloaded his bullshit circuits because he can't kind of like duck this one. So the only thing you can do is gaslight them. That's the only way you can save face in a situation like this or completely shut down, which is the way he does. And so he's just kind of sitting there and just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but he can't offer anything despite her expressing legitimate pain to him because he's just not equipped for it. And I was just like, oh, this is, he. it sucks for her so bad in this instance where she's like, give me something, I'm telling you. And he's just like, like, what am I going to do? Admit that I'm bullshit? No. So I'm just not saying anything and be like, all right, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, I guess. And then when she's finally like, look, you want to be a good dad or you want to be a good weekend dad? Because we can figure something out if you're not going to have your shit together. I'm not going to, you know, live my life a certain way. And then he like relents. But shit, damage is done. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, It just makes me all kinds of annoyed and pissed that like... Constantly, these chicks keep having babies with these dudes. They ain't worth shit. Right. If you ain't even a good boyfriend, I'm going to count on you to be a good dad, like a good husband. Why, though? Why? Because it's, you know, but at a certain point, you're dealt a hand, right? Nah, it's a why, though, penalty. I'm sorry. I love her. She is my queen. That's a whyville penalty. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's, 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 that's what it is. You know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. You know, I, I've never been in a position like that. So, but yeah, fuck. I mean, he's straight bullshit. So then they go to his parents' house. She's just and then, young and I have to keep remembering it. She's fucking 25. Yeah. And we're 75. This, so, yeah. And I've been, this you know is my mean? third time on this planet. You know, we voted for Obama three times. You know what I mean? That's how old we voted are. Voted for him. I gave birth to him. And I threw away the birth certificate. I mean, as it comes full circle, y'all. <laughs> it was the a truth scam. Is out there. The truth is out there in that it's not out there. <laughs> Ask for the birth certificate, y'all. Tired of Trump taking credit for me for me starting the birther movement. God, it was you and I, Aquemini. I hid that birth certificate so deep in my vagina. Yeah, no one and will ever like, find it. No, not in here. Not in here. So, did Monty black out at the party? Was that what he was suggesting when he said? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember much of last night. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? I feel like, like I was that like, happens oh. all the time. Okay, I mean, like, I guess if, if, if you know, that's the family culture. You know, we learn a lot from our parents, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't." He when it's a good time, you black out in this house, and but then they're like, "Do you remember that she said she was pregnant?" He's like, "Yeah, um, I remember that, and that's I guess pretty." And Gwen's like, "Cool, it's pretty cool." That they're pregnant? Pretty cool, right? It's cool, not shitty. What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, right. Um, yeah. It's just a weird, like, just sort of back and forth between the two of them. Again, over it. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up is that for, like, Russian people, mm-hmm. um, alcoholism is, like, a huge national trigger. Like, mm. so many people in our country are alcoholics. Right. Especially men. And with it comes all kinds of really terrible stuff. Social issues, yeah. So, yeah. So I definitely feel like he's not really giving Yara an idea that her life is going to be any different 
Oh, yeah, right, right, right. And, like, she feels like she's been trying to make good choices or whatever. Right. And try to maybe, like, be with a partner that's good for her and maybe not make the mistakes that, like, some other people make uh, in our country. Like, I don't know. So, right. it, to me, it seems kind of, like, ironic and especially extra sad that, like, her and Jovi are together. I'm like, dude. And you moved, like, I think now, like, her reaction to New Orleans makes a little more sense. Yeah, it's and also wholesome, he's right. never taken her anywhere to show her anything other than bars, that even whole... though New Orleans is like such a rich city. That's so fucked up too. Yeah, and that's true. Like the cultural aspect of that is right, especially a country too. That like, I know after the wars of the 20th century, there was a lot of outsized emphasis put on male children because there's an entire lost generation of men who died in the war. That sort of added another layer of inbuilt misogyny to the culture. And yeah, like to think, right, because I was like, well, Yara seems fun, but the way she talks about it is sort of like, I want to feel like I'm in a place where I can raise my child and the values that I'm looking for are reflected to me. Unfortunately, the lens of New Orleans that's being presented to me is coming through party fuck 5000. And all he ding, knows ding, to ding. do is go to the French Quarter and Bourbon Street and do all that shit. And then also can't tell me a fucking thing about what this city's about. and. She's like, she even said when she's the asking, Mardi like, Gras convo is insane. Woo! I mean, come on. You're saying, she goes, you don't know sh anything about your culture, do you? Yeah. He's like, she's why like, what do you mean? Jovi, I don't know. Everybody just parties. And then like people get so circa partying and then it's Fat Tuesday. Right. What the it, fuck did you just say, motherfucker? It's What just, was that explanation? He's has, you know, you can't, you know, Fat Tuesday is Monday, Tuesday which is the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent. Um, and that's, you know, you're getting your shit out right before you have to abstain. Um, whatever. But I'm not from there. I just, you know, I like, I'm just, was went to a lot of Catholic schools and shit. Nothing to do with New Orleans. But shout out to New Orleans. But yeah, it's, it's also sucks that that's her total idea of the city is just looking at him being like, I don't know, this guy and his friends just get pissed drunk and take me to places where other people are fucked up not even drunk or having a good time like morbidly fucked more to like as they say in the newcastle area you know and it's just yeah it's getting her down and then he's like what are you gonna act like you don't leave and uh ugh, heartbreaker heartbreak city um and also, this motherfucker has a work trip planned, another one. <laughs> That's Before right. Before time is up, I'm like, you were already gone at work. Now mm -hmm. she's pregnant. You're not changing your plans? Ugh. That's him. You know, and what can I say, you know? Yara, you got a winner. Oh, Yara, Yara, I pissed myself again, Yara. Uh, okay. <laughs> Poor Yara. Give her some kind of, like, human rights award. Or not, whatever. You know, you're on a TV show, you'll be all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love how you went from empathy all the way to who gives a fuck. I'm like, you know, honestly, like, motherfuckers need, a, need more help than you right now. But on it, but, you know... Love to everybody, as the saying goes. Um, shall we begin? Do you want to talk? Who do you want to talk about next? 
I think we do Julian, Brandon, Mike, and Natalie, and then we finish up on a high note with Tariq and Hazel and Stephanie and Ryan. Okay, let's do it. So Julia and Brandon are next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this was very short, although I didn't know Betty uh, was from one of my favorite places in Italy, or favorite places in Europe, Italy, because she's like, oh, Julia, this is a regatta cheese, <laughs> and you make it for the special lasagna. Okay, mangia, mi amici. Ah, mi famiglia, mangiare. What? Did you see the way? I didn't know. Maybe she is. I don't know. Maybe that's where that curl, maybe she's Sicilian. That's where that curl okay. come from. I have a question. Uh-huh. Which is, I don't know shit about making lasagna, mm-hmm. but do you not put sauce between the layers? Because she put like slices of tomato. Do you do that? Can, can, does anybody know in the fucking You chat? can do sauce on top. I thought she was putting them between the layers. That seems weird, right? No, 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 no. They just turn nah. into water. I don't she, know why you No, would you don't do put that. real to No. Bet look, Betty's It's sauce, right? It's you do you sauce know, or you do vegetables, you do fucking cheese. That's the game, right? And look, noodles. You know, you got to have a, to understand something about Betty. <laughs> she come from a Palermo where they make the lasagna a little bit different than where you know. And make the tomatoes. When she said uh, ricotta. Have you ever seen somebody make tomato from bare hand? It is not the seed. It is not the plant. You make How tomato you gonna... with bare hand. Then you make noodle by squashing bread really flat. This is how you make lasagna. <laughs> yeah, that the lasagna look bullshit and cool. <laughs> but they had ranch with their lasagna too, which is also, you know what? That's a bonus. You know what I mean? Why, you why have Italian dressing? Mac, uh, you take the patties out. Uh, you put on noodle. Then you go to Shakey's. This flatbread. Yeah, you get the then mojo you put potatoes. Tomato slices. Voila! Voila is Italian. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. I'll tell you that. So, and at the dinner table, they're like, COVID is hidden. And Brandon that was lasagna like. was racist. I'm sorry. I mean. <laughs> Let's be real. When the brain was like, yeah, people are going crazy about this COVID-19 stuff. And I get it. Yeah, maybe it's a little OD for somebody walk around and fucking Lysol the fuck out of where you just stepped. But also, if it's early on, look, we didn't know shit. Uh, So, like, I'm not really going to be like people taking their safety is damn sure better than someone being like, oh, yeah, come on in. And I want to breathe on you the whole fucking time. Like, cool. Um, So then... This whole thing with <laughs> that, that was like my first just kind of like, OK, this is this might take an interesting turn at some point. And um, Brandon is like, you know, the other thing is like, I know the visas running out. So probably and like it's also the pandemic. So like, I don't even think we need to get married in the 90 days. You know what I mean? Because like everything's closed. Like and honestly, he said this thing's like, you know, it's not, I don't think they're really in the business of like kicking people out. I said, <laughs> Hold on, I've awoken. What? This motherfucker literally said, you know, it's not like they're in the business. That is, there's a whole fucking industry about kicking motherfuckers out. The fuck this are you? This is white dude privilege. <laughs> you don't know, he doesn't know brown people or immigrants. He's like, I mean, as far that, as I know, things are pretty good no matter what you decide to do if you're white. It's not, yeah, I mean, it's not, 
It's, it's not their. They're not in the. They're not in the business of, sir. Sir, have you ever heard of private prisons? Have you heard of ICE? No one. Have you in heard the business of detaining people? I'm. Have you heard of ICE? And I'm not talking Smirnoff. <laughs> have you heard of it, motherfucker? And I'm not talking about the party planner from Arrested like, Development. I heard about the ICE challenge, ICE bucket. Right, that's the same thing. What? No, Brandon, shut the fuck up. Not in the business. (laughs) Anyway, so I was off that shit right there. And then Julia's like, well, I want a wedding rather than like having it at the office. Actually, second of all, look, idiot. Yes, you probably do have to do it within 90 days. I wouldn't fuck around. I wouldn't do the FAFO method of fuck around, find out about America's immigration policy. Okay, (laughs) just fucking go ahead. You know, the, the whiteness got you this far. Don't fuck it up now, Brandon. Y'all are sleeping in the same bedroom, hitting raw, and your pullout game is strong. Don't throw it away because <laughs> you actually are unaware of the country's draconian immigration policies. Sir, think of Assassin's Creed. So, yeah, she's like, I, don't, I want a wedding, though, like at an office or not at an office, like a church wedding. That's another 420 cable. <laughs> Wait, why? Because you said office. Oh, she said no. She didn't. She didn't want to have it in an office, like a, what a office? municipal office, like a municipal office. That's what they meant. <laughs> like going to city hall. Do you mean she didn't want to like get married by justice of the peace? Okay. Or, like a re- or a registrar's I, office. Yeah, Sorry. whatever that when is. You said I, the office. I pictured like Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dunder Mifflin and shit. Yeah, I'm like, why would they get married? Brandon, I tell you, I want like, Kevin marry me from office with the chili spill everywhere i need that angela and yeah. oscar i need them to marry you well hold together. on i mean i can get i think i can get creed to play for the wedding at the reception and i'll get cocaine from ryan how about Meredith, that she do the flowers oh shit remind uh, me to watch them from toilet paper Remind me to rewatch the Married at First Sight shit about them being on ecstasy. I still got to watch that shit before we talk about oh, yeah, Married at First see, Sight. Erica, yeah, 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 I have to, to look. I remind, that just reminded me when I said Ryan was going to give them cocaine at their Dunder Mifflin wedding at the office. But that's not what we meant. Um, so, yeah, then he said they're going to go look at wedding dresses. And Betty's like, I want to go, please. She's like, oh, I know that I'd rather be wearing the dress. But I guess it's okay if I watch <laughs> wow. if I watch someone else marry my son. Right. I know she doesn't have that accent. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't even why <laughs> in Russia is it is there any taboo against seeing the uh wedding dress before the day? Yes. There is? So oh, in Russia? Like in Russian culture, because Julie was like, Yeah, Brandon, I want you to check out my dress where I feel like Obviously, in the U.S., it's like, you can't see anything because it's like a mail-order bride type thing where you want to be so surprised by it all. Uh, but whatever. I mean, I get it, too. It's a little bit. It's a nice touch. But I wasn't sure if, you know, that's like a superstition in the U.S. Um, yeah, I have no idea because um, no one in my family really got married. And, like, my mom didn't. And then my aunt didn't until... She moved here like way right. late, and then yeah. I think my grandparents married in a city 
fall. So I really have no idea. And it was just okay. two of them. Either way. Like my I didn't grandma care. wore a suit, so I just don't know. I'm sorry. Dude, shout out your grandma, you know, boss boss moves. Letting everybody down. How about Japanese culture? Uh, it's so traditional. I don't know if specifically because it's like kimono or whatever that you'd wear. So last Japanese wedding I went to, I was like 12 and I didn't give a fuck. I was on, I was playing motherfucking Game Boy Color or some shit because that shit just came out with the camera on it. And I was taking dumbass selfies and shit and I got in trouble. Which is my mom would say to me, she's like, yo, get your shit together. Cause I was at a wedding on wilding out on Game Boy, but hey, you know it was boring, okay? And I honestly, the monogamy just seems like a myth, to be honest. But that's that's the decision <laughs> of the two people getting involved. That's just me who's witnessing a wedding collapsing before their twelve year old eyes. Do you though? How are y'all? Um, Big fan of eleven year old Miles having opinions on monogamy. Yeah. No, for real. They talk about an asshole kid who thought who was shooting off at the mouse saying shit. They're like, why, why do you have an opinion on that, boy? You child? And I'm like, hey, I'm hearing shit. I'm reading shit. And I want to be smarter than my own good. Or for my own good. So anyway, all that to say, he's going to go watch her pick out a dress. Um, And, you know, when Betty's like, I want to go. Brandon, tell her I want to go. I like how with not even being low with it, Julia's like, tell her no. Like the second she said, Brandon, I want to go with her. She didn't. Brandon, even... Brandon, don't Brandon, let her no. ruin my day. Brandon. Yeah. And then <laughs> she was like, day, Brandon. And then letting her know, she's like, I don't know. She's like, yeah, you know, like Russian people go with their best friends. So, you know. <laughs> the thing is, in Russian culture, <laughs> the mom would come too. Of the, uh, like, even if it was the in law, not even their mother? No, not the, not the in law, probably. But okay, I that's mean, she wasn't even like, I don't have my, like, the sweet thing to do from Julia would have been like, I don't have my mom here. You know, would you be my mother figure? But she definitely didn't want that fucking energy because she knows that bitch wants to marry her. So. Right. So she was like, mm, just the friends in our culture. Oh, Don't. is there a way to slam dunk on her wedding dress choice in front of her eyes and watch the light go out? Because she's trying to take my son, who's my fuck, uh, I mean, a friend, best friend. Um... <laughs> So whatever. Her and Stephanie have the same exact definition of friend. Yeah, she just like or son. Betty's the person I want to fuck. Betty has done that thing. It's like a it's a white woman X Men power, which is (laughs) a vibrationally resonating at a frequency that makes all people uncomfortable that are aware of shit. Like you're like, oh, she might smile and be like, I want to go, but it's so. You're like, uh-uh. Like, she would probably say, she would tell a black co-worker that she thought their hair was neat and do it like this. You know what I mean? But it's, but she's motherfucking Jean Grey and that shit is just like, oh my God. That's this not what the fuck She's trying to meant. black Phoenix you. Please. And don't, 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 don't yeah, not even, whatever that is. Just keep it away from me, Betty. Um, And then, you know, whatever. Julia doesn't want Betty to meddle and we'll talk about that wedding dress shopping in one second but we have to take a break and we'll get to that right after this 20 day fiance
To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America, America. And we're back. Oh, you should have been on the Twitch stream. I mean, we were vibing so hard. I have neck pain from all the neck snapping and head bobbing I was doing. Woo! Oh, gotta call my chiropractor. Um, I was vibing so hard, I accidentally put my finger up someone's butthole. Yeah. Shout out to yourself. Someone. I like the way you described that. Oh my god! So vibing so hard, I put my finger up someone's butt. Weren't you alone? I don't, was I? I was tight though. What are you uh, saying? <laughs> but I'm saying though. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the dress shopping scene. Thoughts? Betty is so excited. Oh, one thing I love. So they they get uh, Julia's mom on, and I just like Brandon's um, Russian that he speaks because he gets. Mm-hmm. Elena on, he's like, Privyat Elena, cock the lock. How you doing? <laughs> and I was like, what did he say? <laughs> he's pretty bad. And then I noticed he keeps doubling up words for some reason. Where he was what like, Privyat, Privyat. I mean, he didn't say it that well, but oh. he said that. And then at the end, he was like, paka, paka. And I'm like, right. It, do you think it's Hawaii and that's how we roll? Like, I don't know. Like maybe because mahi, that's not what. Or maybe just because you'd be like, "Hi, hi!" Like you're, it's like a verb. Like you're stuttering by doubling up by saying like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." You know what I mean? Like how you, I don't know. And also, if it's the only thing you know how to say, it's like you're filling dead space. He tried to say beautiful. He was like, "Krasiva." What's beautiful? I was like, "That's krasiva." I mean, krasiva. That's beautiful. It's krasiva. But if krasiva, like, everything has gender. Krasiva. So trying to compliment. And what's ma- what's male version? Krasivi is male. Krasivia. Krasivia. Yeah, Krasivia. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Igari Bay. Look, we got the K1s on there. Hey, Let them know. The Russian speakers. Kogdalak, which, which is Kogdala. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to you. Kogdalak. Yeah, it's definitely Kogdala. <laughs> <laughs> Elena, okay. Priviat, Kogdalak. You know what I mean? Let's pop lock with that cock. I'm like, Kogdalak. Priviat Elena. <laughs> um, but okay. So yeah, what did you think of the dresses? Um, I the first thing I thought when this scene was starting is that I was like, boy, I know Miles really hates these scenes and he was tuning the fuck out. Mm. <laughs> so it's really funny that you right away were like, hey, so uh what do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. I did you take any notes about the wedding dresses? Just confirm that I'm right. I just had one. 
It was lace on the shoulders. Not for me. <laughs> I knew you would only take maybe one note on, on that whole scene. Because, you know, there was this whole thing where she's like, Brandon, have an opinion. Is it this one? Is it that one? Was it the other one? Is it the first one? The second one? And I was like, I don't know. Just not the one with the lace on the shoulders. For I mean, me. I got to say, it, I don't think it's like a superstition thing for me. But mm-hmm. considering, um, like, there's not going to be that much special stuff for her wedding because, like, her family can't be here and stuff. Yeah. I thought, like, maybe the one special thing could be that, like, he sees her for the first time um, when he's, like, walking down down the aisle or when she's walking down the aisle. And he's like, oh, wow. So I kind of thought he and also I knew he wouldn't have a lot of opinions on that. He's he's an exterminator. He's not exactly like I'm a really visual person. It'd right. Be one thing if like your boyfriend was like a fucking architect or an artist or something and you were like, I'd love your eye. Or if he's like a sharp dresser, dude doesn't know how to dress. What are you asking him about? He doesn't have any opinions. He yeah. was yawning. I was like, why? Just release him. He doesn't yeah. need to be there. Well, he was almost doing it like to reassert his like masculinity. To be like, yo, dude, I'm like such a bro. Just like, I don't even stuff, have man. an opinion on like a dress, dog. What is this? Pride Month, bro? Because I, you want me to have an opinion on a fucking dress, G? It was so, st- whatever. He was so fucking uncomfortable. Meanwhile, Betty is like, mm, I want to ruin it somehow from my side. But I, I don't can. know how. I'm just going to say that it's pretty. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, cock the lock, Elena, because I'm going to lock the cock, or at least I tried when they were living under my roof. Uh, but the yeah, dresses he's like, were also really boring, and I didn't think that white looked that good on her. So yeah. if I were her, I would have tried to go for like, yeah, like I don't know, like a blush or like a light blue or some shit or silver. Yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't have, he doesn't care. Fuck it. But that's him. He's Blandin, the whole thing's but weird. He looked Blandin. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But yes, to anybody out there who's, you know, in a relationship, if someone's asking you for an opinion, that's a good opportunity if you love them to say something to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. How about that? Rather than being like, I don't fucking know, dude. What am I, Oscar De La Pentagram or some shit? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oscar De La Pentagram is the name of my metal band. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty sick fucking metal, dude. Uh, wow. That's for free, y'all. Um, you know what I mean? I do want to say, though, that um, it was cute seeing her socks peek out from under the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like pink with like little turquoise edges. I was like, the socks are the most interesting thing about any of the dresses that you're trying on. And I don't really like it when they have that nude mesh bullshit. I think that's weird. It's that's exactly that's the when they had the lace shit on top of the mesh shit like but all of that them fake ass it. skin or not all of them Two i'm of off them that i'm off the that first one had it between the boobs yo the mesh is racist it doesn't matter i'm off it I the mesh that. has to impl- you know what i mean that's like it's violence that's why i just wear a sweatsuit it's all good with some black air forces and do you <laughs> in a leather coat and a leather duster what's the problem this is what i want to wear i still love you oh okay I can't dress like Omar from The Wire at our own wedding. <laughs> that sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the shotgun was fake. I'm not gonna, come on, I'm not stupid. And that dope lesbian couple that, that was. That's why I'm like, crew. it's a shotgun wedding. So I'm Omar. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but they perform the ceremony. I would love it. And then the band at the reception, 
Oscar de la Pentagram. I mean, it's all there, y'all. Um, wow, s- that is a seriously twenty wedding planner bonus. And like I said, when we get this Catreon going, uh, the Patreon for the K ones, there will be a level. Like, if you want Oscar de la Pentagram to perform at your wedding, there will be a tier for that. <laughs> and we're here for that. Okay? I'll let you know. You, more to come. Just keep it locked. Don't worry. Uh, it'll be fucking hilarious. So You're going to play the bass. I will sing. Yeah. And by it's sing, be I mean scream. It'll be like, like dude, early, it'll be early Fantagram. I can play bass and be on the drum machine. And then you oh, and just... I'll sound like a lady who fell down the well. Right, and then we went to art school, doing house parties. One hundred percent, like they did. I'm gonna do a more of an asymmetrical haircut. I think. Okay, that. whatever you want, we can get it how you live, and I'll wear a wig, you know. But you have to be my homie and be like, "Oh yeah, that's his hair." But you got to be my homie and say that, okay? One hundred percent, I'll say that. Cut to nah, that's a motherfucking wig, dude. Don't let him tell you that shit. He bald as fuck. <laughs> And I'm like crying on, you. I'm like, my mascara is streaming off my face. Down my like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> hey, if you identify as someone with hair. That would be a sick that. ass mockumentary about us as a weird fantagram band. Christopher Guest, holler at us. It writes itself. It's a blockbuster. <laughs> Ugh, I got to stop casually coming up with these ideas on the screen. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're just giving them away, dude. <laughs> giving them away. But you know what? They could only, only uh, we could do it. So it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, it's like Einstein. I'm like, yo, you want to know about relativity? Yeah, go ahead. Think about it. But I got the real shit right here. So dress shopping's done. So we talk about Mikey Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Can we talk about, do you think she's gained weight? Yes, she's thick and I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. And I wasn't doing that in relation to objectifying her body. I was looking at an image on Gold Belly of uh, some bagels I could order. Russ and Daughters. <laughs> I, was, I was just thirsting I'm just over. saying her face is filling out. It's looking I just nice. Love, I've always liked Natalie, but I've like, but then she back, go back and forth on like her, who, her as a person. And like, if she's, does she know what's best for her? Does she want what's best for her? For her? Does she want? the best in general visually Ugh. we've always vibed with her we love her and also like let's be true let's be true we love nelia too you know not mm, like that love but her mom nelia. but nelia nelia is number one than natalie in terms of like who i'm saving like if i have to give my organs to somebody is nelia mm-hmm. all day and then natalie 100 but don't fuck around natalie it's your it's, like, it's natalie, natalie over mike um well let's talk about that so they're in a weird spot. He was like, fuck, I'm not getting married. I don't love you no more. He sounded like the fucking weekend when they were at that like beach lake. <laughs> the way he was like, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> and we don't even love each other no more. Just lies. Like, no, you're not getting that. Ring. Yeah. It really was. I left my girl back home. I don't love her no more. Oh my god. Oh that. Oh my god, these fucking eyes that I'm staring at. Anyway, not to digress, which you know we like to do according to some of the bad ratings. Uh (laughs) anything else you want to say? Uh yes. She's looking thick, Ma. See how see how we just went on a tangent? Because we're so perverted. That's what's up. 
I'm we sorry. Like to fuck Miles. That's who we are. It's who we are, and I can't. I'm not. I, I can't deny it. That, I'm so horny. Bonus. You don't want to fuck with me. Yeah, I'm. Um, there it is. So, uh, what else about Mikey? So she talks to Sveta on Facetime. Yes, Svetlana. And who she has again wisdom. We've given her a shout out for her incredible English before. Yes, one hundred percent. Bravo, sis! Every mm -hmm. time brings it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she comes through with the, the good advice. She's like, Natalie mentions, you know, COVID is hitting. It's a little wild. Um, she's like, also like, you know, I've been wanting this marriage so bad. I kind of jumped the gun on like kind of projecting some insecurities and past traumas on this relationship and obscuring things. But I'm like so angry, but I want it. And, you know, Svetlana's like, you know, just chill, baby. Slow it down, baby. Just pump the brakes, ma. Because don't worry, right now, you flying faster than miles down to 134, hearing that somebody's parents are going to be home an hour later than they thought. So uh, all that to say, she does. And Natalie's like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll slow it down and apologize. Um, maybe I will forgive and forget. And Michael will give me back ring. Yeah. Like, okay, it doesn't seem like you're doing this for the right re reasons. Yeah, see. Every time she's like, Okay, so um, I crack uh, the problem. Mm -hmm. I solve all our problems. Mm -hmm. I apologize to Michael. Mm -hmm. And Michael give me back ring. Um, my precious. Mm -hmm. as, uh, is this how you say it in English? My, my, preci my precious. Well, no, that's how. Yeah, I yes. mean, Middle Earth, yes. America. One they might... ring to rule them all, you might say. No, I would not say that. That's something actually Smeagol would. Uh, hold on. Let, hold on. Put that lamp over your head again, Natalie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it was you, motherfucking Smeagol. You were not fucking fooling me, Smeagol. I knew we would do battle and squim. If this is the venue you choose for our mortal fates, then it shall be so, Smeagol. And Natalie's I'm so wearing leather out. gloves this time, bitch. Come at me. Come for my ass, Smeagol. Don't make me take this of his life, God. Maybe Ugh. I don't know. That's a good point. You that is a good point. That is her precious. Yo, she the way she chill the fuck out is the least sexy thing in the world to be that fucking desperate. Yeah, the way she apologized. I would never want somebody after that. I mean, she, I'm also toxic, but yeah. I mean, look, honey, we're both Britney Spears. <laughs> I mean, based serving on it what up on we airplane. learned today, probably in this, no one would want me. Right. In my head, I'm the weekend. Um, so yeah, I guess what I'm saying is boo cautiously right. to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I just hope that the weight gain isn't a kid. Because right. if that is what's happening, that'll be the worst. The worst, the worst thing. Because then you know he'll fucking marry her. And it'll just be bad and toxic for both of them. Yeah. Let's move on, shall we? Or yeah. do we have anything else? Yeah. Uh, who is it? Tarzel? Or, uh, and then we also have Zied and Rebecca, too, to get to. Oh, I guess reckons, reckons Zied is there's nothing happens. No, he he's got to get married before. And carriage. Oh, my and then God. He gives her the Ramadan ultimatum. Right. It which was is like, okay, who gives a shit? I guess you should have talked about this earlier, but also who gives a shit? I mean, he really loved the horse. He really, like, 
There's oh, horse is so handsome, such beautiful Rebecca. The horse is like you, Rebecca. Rebecca, he gives me with such this joy. Horse before Ramadan, Rebecca. So what the fuck was with this Ramadan Ramadan ultimatum, the follow up to the born ultimatum, where it's like, yo, I need to be married before Ramadan, otherwise you can't live in your own apartment, fam. It, or what was that? I can't live in your apartment. The point is, someone's got to go. What that means? I don't know. Who if knows? Someone knows about Ramadan. I guess it's maybe dirty to stay with someone you're not married to. But I mean, wouldn't that have been happening before then? I, the other thing is just, it seemed yeah, like either he was dirty the whole time. Forcing but Ramadan, maybe right. extra bad. Or, but I guess he's just forcing like the marriage at that point just to see what will happen. But I don't know. Yeah, like that caught her off guard because she thought she was finessing his ass. She's like, okay, I'm going to hit him with the horse. He's going to like the horse. And then I'll literally right after that say wedding because that's going to be subtle. Like, yo, Rebecca, you're not low. That wasn't, you got to, come on. You had to. She was right, though. He did love the horse. Imagine knowing your toddler boyfriend enough to know. But he was yes, and that the shit. Horse. Yes, and the improv scene. You know what I mean? Don't suddenly come in as the character that's the alien that's not speaking English. You're going to fuck the whole scene up now. I can't vibe with that. I don't the fuck. What? You had a great premise you put out there. We're improvising. And then you started doing the shit they say don't do. I felt like she could have done a little more. It could have been horse. Add a thing and then top it off with food. And then you got their ass. You know what I mean? Like they fucking were like, what the fuck you gonna do? They're like, oh, this meal is so delicious, Rebecca. And then she's like, you know what? Rebecca's I was just thinking, so delicious. Oh, we're in Disneyland. Oh, right, Mickey Mouse right, so right. nice, Rebecca. Wouldn't you want to have this forever for our wedding? You know what I mean? Think about that, bitch. Huh? Eat that shit, huh? Okay, let's see what happens. We got a hot tub later. But I don't know. Just as somebody who, you know, you got to get some momentum going. You know, but you, how you're long to- had she do, like been with him that she like? Yeah, like, she's never been like, okay, I'm going to learn a little bit about Islam. I'm going to learn about, is Ramadan not the first holiday you would learn about? Yeah, but she's also, like, on her own. It's like the same way that fucking Natalie didn't ever Google squim. Right. Like, what is everybody's problem? Anyway. All right, let's move on. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. Did you want to finish your thought? Nah, I don't need, like, whatever. Not much was happening. I was like, great. We'll see what happens. Uh, you want to talk about Andrew and Amira? Sure. So, uh, this dude. So, first of all, she is like, she has to go talk to her dad about the fucking whole situation with going to Serbia. And she's uncomfortable because obviously the fucking Mexico experiment was a big L. Uh, rest in peace. And she just she's like, fuck, now I got to talk to my dad and tell him about my plan to go to Serbia. So she pulls up and she's like, dad, I was talking to Andrew and now the plan is to go to Serbia. And I hope you can forgive me, dad, please. I, I just want to be with Andrew and he's so horny and toxic, dad. Amira, never try to talk to me again if you go to Serbia. No, you do this to me, Dad. Yes, you heard me, Amira. (laughs) So, yeah, 
he does the dad ultimatum. He says, dude, fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit. Facts. Um, he left you to rot in a jail. Facts. So as your dad, I don't want to suffer. I will not talk to you. Now, I think the dad is soft and he actually would talk to her, even though he said that he wouldn't. Yeah, I know he would too. Yeah. But he needed to say that because she's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, yeah, what else do you say? Because, like, it's like, yo, she's not fucking getting it. Like, I have to threaten ostracization? You know what I mean? I'm being ostracized? Mm-hmm. The fuck was that? I anyway. hate it when someone makes an ostrich out of me. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the dad tries. She's trying. The You know, he, he tries also to be like, yo, I get it, babe. And... He calls a immigration lawyer with Amira there because he wants to acknowledge that, yeah, maybe it was some bullshit he put her through in Mexico. And then they talk to the lawyer and he talks like such a fucking creep scammer when the lawyer comes on. You know, when people suddenly put on that other like I'm not knocking business voice or whatever or however you talk in like a formal business setting. But the way he like switched it on to this like very nice guy thing when deep down we know He's so horny and willing to put his fiance through hell. And then something like, oh, my God. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Like the thing you don't know based on my tone, which is it's actually obscuring the fact that I'm so selfish that I'll put others in danger for my dick. Hi. Thank you so much. I mean, I just hate everything about him. (laughs) And I hate hearing him speak. Right. And I don't like that he pretended to even consider the whatchamacallit, the was it the reapplication, mm-hmm. the refiling? What was it called? Yeah, refiling for the K one visa. Yeah, because what the the only thing that really was in any way uh, important about what the fuck that storyline was is that the lawyer was like, "Oh, because of COVID, you have pretty good reasons to um, reapply because obviously you lost time and you couldn't see each other, so mm-hmm. you could just do that." And he acted like that. He seriously considered that possibility. Instead of just being like, um, but actually, I just want you to come to Serbia and risk getting detained again. Yeah. Which is really what he wanted. So it was just stupid as fuck. And he, like, at the very end, did the thing where he's pretending to be in any kind of way nice. Where he's yeah. Like, um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he ends it with, and I wrote this down because it made me so mad. I hope that you contact me with some sort of resolution. Are you fucking Amazon's customer service? Bitch, is this tech support? The fuck Who are the you fuck talking about? Who that email? What are you talking about? When you've made a resolution, goodbye, goodbye. Files that done. That was a human man speaking. That like was a no human. Tech support email. Was no human. Was a piece of shit. So. As we'd say I mean, in Japanese. I mean, there's nothing even to say because he's big. What's a, what would you say soul. if someone was shit in Russian? Mm. Shit? Yeah. Like this dude ain't shit. Like Govno. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Govno. Hello, Govno. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Govno. Thank you so much. That's a hilarious. <laughs> um, I like how Govno sounds like what it is. Yeah, it's not. Ugh. Or what's the one from your stand-up about butterfly? Uh oh, um, the Borgia Karovka. Yeah, it's ladybug or ladybug, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, whatever. Peace to Andrew and Amira. The please, Amira, do run the fuck away. He does not give a fuck. And you know what? If he resents you, good. Y'all don't. You don't need him. You should not be together. He's a piece exactly. of shit. And the dad's totally, totally right. He is a coward. And the dad, like, very reasonably tried. I mean, she's clearly like in an abusive relationship without like really being cognizant sure she sort of gets it but not really captive yeah yeah and there's like moments where you know the dad is like he literally didn't try to get you out of detention in a foreign country when you were detained in jail yeah he didn't try to get you out but dad he was jet skiing in in the in the water, Dad. He was doing horseback riding and the mezcal tour, Dad. He was trying to ride the horse to me, Papa. He did the cliff diving tour, Dad. I'm sorry. Dad, Andrew cannot. You misunderstand him. Oh. He is not uh, who you think. Bitch, please. No. Anyway. Please, Dad. So. Will you still be friends with me if I ruin my life and get detained again? Uh, no. No. The answer is no. No. Please, Dad, I just do not know what to do. No, Dad, no, no, And you, no. he keeps manipulating me. But then I just do not know what to do. I don't want to lose him, Dad. Okay, we'll lose that, please. And we're done with these people because we should move on to, I think maybe it's time for Tarzel. Yes, drop that Drake-type beat. I mean, if it's Tarzel... What are you gonna do? Oh shit. Let me bring it down. Hey girl, wanna hit up Minty? Looking real fly. You don't like women that are tired, but as long as they're brown, you down and bisexual, and I wanna get sexual. Look, uh, if Minty showed up, Tarzel's fuck, Tarzel's fucking up. Tariq is fucking up. the The whole thing is looking all kinds of stupid right now. Um, I gotta say, to me, this was one of the most blatant examples of the producers made you all do it. Yeah, it just because he couldn't even explain why the yeah. fuck he was calling her. He was right? Oh, like, uh, cause she knows us as a couple, so and could give us advice on how to date someone. And you find out that's the first time she ever dated a couple. Yeah, why meant to, are right. you hitting her up for advice? What is she? That's like hitting up the person you had sex one time for sex tips. What are you talking about? I did that, though, because I was like, uh, notes, anything, um, help me here. Was it that bad? It was. How old were you? Uh, Three years ago, so 34. (laughs) Not even 37. (laughs) My math is even fucked up. (laughs) The fuck is wrong? Oh fucking high, bro. Okay, leave me alone. Um, so yeah, he's I don't know. He, they're on an app looking for fuck partners. Uh, meanwhile, Tariq is like, yo, half of these people are fucking catfish. 
Hazel is also describing more of a best friend and companion more than a third in the relationship, which again, I'm always like, do you want to be with Tariq or do you want to actually try just having a relationship, you and a woman and exploring that? It sounds like you just want to be gay. Right. Like, is that what I mean? Is are you like, is it really a three person thing you're looking for? Because it sounds like more than anything, you're yearning for a relationship with a woman, not a woman and Tariq. But because you're here, that's just sort of the way you're trying to like balance everything is what it feels like. Because part of me is like, oh, do you do, you, do you, if that's what you want? Oh, uh, well, I guess everyone's just going to feel awkward as fuck. But yeah, she's like that vibe when like you have a friend and then they introduce you to one of their friends. Right. And you now realize that that person is like, holy shit, I vibe with this person so hard. Right. Now we're going to be better friends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think, Hazel's experience where she's like, I don't even care about Tyreek that much. Like, right. I really want this other thing. Because what right. she describes is someone who is all of the things to her. Exactly. Which is a relationship. Right. A best friend, a confidant. Uh, I don't a, know, man. A best a doctor, a, I think sister at one point even. All kinds of things to describe mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, then they're like going through some people and they're like, oh, Tariq's like, what about her? And she's like, that bitch look tie. <laughs> it's like, okay, hold on. What's going on here? Uh, she is not feeling anyone who reminds her of Minty. Of Minty. Yep. Because she's like, here's the thing about Tariq. He likes Thai women. And I don't want, my fear is with a woman who is Thai, his, all of his attention will actually go to her rather than to me, much in the same way he should be fearing that all of my attention will go to the third rather than him. But that's a whole other story. And yeah, it's just like, it doesn't seem like the website's that great for them. Well, it also seems like this, right? It seems to be that that Hazel really wants to date someone brown or black and Tariq really wants to date someone Asian. And right. What well, are they uh, trying to get ugh. someone Blasian? Like, is yeah. there have to be a compromise? Yeah. Hey, I'm here. You know, what you th- do later, Miles. I mean, what am I doing later? I mean, Hey, Miles, you look like you could kind of thread the needle for both of our likes. You're like a sex Venn diagram, and you on fire, man. I don't care if you don't have a six-pack. I will hit that shit right from the back, and Hazel will love it, because you look so brown. Hey, I can pretend that you're from Bangkok. Because maybe I could be Thai. Sawatika to everybody out there. So, yeah. I mean, he tries. He he makes a video call that no one asked for. And I think that point is he's... I don't think he asked for it either. I really yeah. think the producers were like, just do it. Yeah. It was just... Oh, um, yeah. It was just like one of those things where out of nowhere aggressively knowing it's like a third rail issue in their relationship what about minty who you really dislike what about what if we reach out to that person in this context about and completely rip off the scab of a wound that we were trying to heal for the camera 
And I mean, the one thing is like, it was true. The website didn't have viable options, but your, the, your recourse wasn't to hit up Minty though. Like maybe go to people with actual experience in these kinds of relationships, like somebody who could actually talk to you, but like, Oh, do y'all actually know what this means? Um, or just rather be like, well, we kind of both, we had that one threesome with Minty that one time. What you need to do is to talk to someone who's been a unicorn for real. Right. And be like, hey, how does one go about it? What's an appropriate way to treat the third person? Right. How do we find them? Um, how do you like to be treated? Whatever. Or you talk to a thruple where you talk to everybody about how it goes. Right. Just such a weird move to go. I mean, that's why it seems so false, because it doesn't even seem like he wanted to talk to her. I mean, I think he'd obviously would fuck her again. And it's super clear he's attracted to her. Yeah, he lit so up. So I don't think it was like, but I don't think he would have ever contacted her contacted her with Hazel if it wasn't for the producers. He, he lit up, though, when she was like, there she yeah. is. There she is, I got a boner, but I was a loner before I met y'all. He was vibing when he saw her. And I get that's why Hazel got so mad. Because she looked at him like, are you fucking for real right now? Try and keep it low, sir. But he can't. Uh, and yeah, that's when we find out, yeah, Minty's not qualified to talk about shit except to literally get the shit stirred and create some uh, drama. We just did an interview, uh, me and Courtney uh, for private parts unknown with our friends that are um, married that have been um, swinging during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and uh, like responsibly or whatever. But before this, they had like um, a girlfriend that they loved like, and had a great time together and whatever, whatever. And then she didn't want to do it anymore. And the thing about that that happens pretty frequently is at a certain point, the third person is going to want to have their own relationship or be someone's primary, which is what keeps happening to them. Like they'll meet somebody that's great. And then after a certain while, they're like, well, you know, yeah, this is what I want now. I need a so primary email. A, yeah, I think in a in a in a weird way, like, uh, the two of them approaching this third person as a thing that they can just like, oh, we can easily acquire a girlfriend that'll be a par- permanent part of our life. I'm yeah, like, that's just like that, huh? That easy to just do. like that. That's like when I was in college, and we would get it would be a Saturday or Friday, Thursday night, and you with everybody and yo, let's go out and we're going to find some, you know, ladies, you know, some females. We're going to smash tonight. You know what I mean? We won't, and then everybody's doing drugs and shit. And then you get there. You don't know what the fuck to do because you're awkward as fuck and you have your own issues to sort out. But, uh-oh, you're finding out at the club and buying expensive drinks. All that to say is a very oversimplification of something just like, oh, yeah, just like that. I will go out and I will connect with somebody immediately with my drunken self and that'll work out. Or in the same way, be like, yeah, in this fantasy world, uh, we'll just slot somebody in. Although the three-person relationship, far more complicated than college relationships. And, I will and say it's that. just also really responsible if y'all don't even have your shit worked out in any way. Mm-hmm. 
right. why are you going to trouble a third person with your dynamic? That's just like really selfish and shitty because you're not just they're not there to be like your vessel. Like this is. Can you imagine there. like if it. you're the third and like uh, like Tariq's like, yo, like I got to be real. Like, don't say your tie if she asks, even if you're a quarter, don't say shit. Don't say your tie. You can't tell her she's going to lose it. And I'm afraid what she's capable of. Okay. Now relax. Okay. We love each other. Right. We love each other. Okay, hold on. She's coming. She's coming. Uh-huh. What's up, Hazel? Okay. Yeah. Cool. You're still using the, the tongs from the catering tray that my friend brought. Okay. Well, I got real ones too, but okay. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, Minty's also there to like be a dick. She's like, so, um, Hazel, you still mad? Yeah. Yeah. It was whatever. Hazel? It was messy. Hazel, you mad? It was stupid. Just like a quick vibe check, Hazel. Oh, big mad? From once in... From once I'm mad. Grande or pequeño? Are you big mad? Let me know. Okay. Hmm. Checking on you, bitch. Checking on you from here. <laughs> um, I can feel your energy from three continents away. Let's take another break and we'll round this motherfucker out right after this. Oh, 20 day fiance. <laughs> Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Nope, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America. And we're back. Let's check in with... Do we need to go to the islands? I mean... <laughs> Put on that back. I mean, what the fuck is going on right now? Because, I mean, I'm out here... And it's 20 fucking 20 and Ryan's is just being a big piece of shit, you know? And Fuck off, Ryan. Fuck off and die, Ryan. Fucking hate Ryan, you. Ryan, I paid for your family, Ryan. This- I own them. Ryan, I own that cab, Ryan. I own the cab. I- okay, I'm going to tell you there were $3,000, Ryan, but I got them at Ross. Okay. I got them on QVC for $150, Ryan, and please, Ryan, you got to believe, I don't, whatever, fuck you. Eat my ass. Okay, so, <laughs> eat her ass, I guess. Eat my ass. God. Ugh. I didn't want to think about that. So, you know, Ryan and them, they're done. They're fucking finito. It's, they're finito Mussolini, mommy. Okay? It's a done deal. It's done data. And she is so over him that she will I waste all of her energy. Right now. But she'll waste all her energy. How over him? Like, 
letting everybody know how over him she is. I'm so over him. I'm so over him that I will stab this balloon for Ryan. I'm over him. Have you ever seen somebody act normal and over someone while stabbing something with a knife, Ryan? Are you serious? Okay. This is the most normal I've ever been, Ryan. I will stab this balloon, Ryan, until I am so normal, Ryan. Yeah. That I fuck your cousin. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this balloon. Fuck you, Ryan Harris. Eat my ass. Okay. Yeah. She. Ryan, I'm going to put on a really blousey blouse, Ryan. And I'm going to put on earrings that are like so big, Ryan, that it'll almost make me feel alive, Ryan. <laughs> almost. And then I'm going to fuck your cousin. Okay. Again. She is ready to fuck Harris. But once she's done popping that balloon, she's ready to pop that thing for Ryan. She she starts brushing her hair out. She's got the little dress on. She has that. This bitch is fucked up. Yo, that, first of all, what was that fucking purse that was like a gigantic lipstick thing? Did you see that? Did you notice that? Why does she have pigtails? There are a lot of questions we can't answer. Sorry, Rain. I'll bring this. I'll why bring my do those little... extensions that are so ratty go past her ass? It's and why humid. does she think that makes her look young? You know, because those extensions weren't uh, tropics rated. <laughs> 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 they weren't ready for the humidity. You know what I mean? That's called karma. You know what I mean? Don't pull up with your fake hairs like that. So, yeah, she's just red. Dude, the way she hugged Harris. Was like if I ever saw someone I was with hug someone like that, I would like break them up with like a stick. I'd be like, hey, 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 what is going on? What the fuck was that? Y'all fucking via hug? Fuck was that? I don't like this shit. Um, yeah, it was aggressive to say the least. Oh my god, Harris! I'm so glad you're here, and we've always had like a connection. You yeah. know what I mean, like. The way that two people connect when one of their penises is inside one of their other orifices, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you know, like we connected that one time, you know, and like I made you fuck me because I felt like I should own someone brown, you know, while yeah. I was in town. Because I Ubered that dick. Sorry, Harris. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just please. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I said, like, Ryan, serve me like one of your French girls. Remember that, right. Ryan? I mean, Harris. Harris, I mean, get Ryan, me a coconut, please, on the plantation. I mean, farm that I created for you to work at. Because <laughs> I don't know. Look, who knows if we don't. I don't think we know everything about Stephanie's ass. Um, but so Harris talks about his journey to get to. Stephanie, after she's like, Harris, I really need someone to fuck to get back at Ryan with, or whatever. She doesn't say that, but whatever. He's like, six hours. She got on a bus at 5 a.m. to get to the boat, to get to the island. Like, he's John got the coochie on lock, and this is lost, or some shit. And she's like, thanks for coming here. You know, it's over for good, you know, between me and your cousin. And he's, yo, dude, fucking Harris. I'm I sorry, yo. I told you, you shouldn't have messed with him. I told you. you should, uh, I tried to warn you. He oh my is God, so... thank you for taking 
two different transportations and six hours to get here. Could you please take a shower? Please. I did just... you notice that shit? Did you say that? Yeah. Like at the very like beginning of the end of that scene, she was like, um, okay, so the shower is upstairs. You probably want to freshen up. I mean, look. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. She is a white space alien savior who will quite literally create, you know, fucking sub realities uh, for her like dating partners to be in. So, ugh, the you know what? What do we expect? So anyway, this motherfucker also has the gall to be like. Harris, he is a master manipulator. Uh, um, okay. Um, my honor, I. My honor, you may approach the bench. My honor, I don't even know if I have to present a case, my honor, in the prosecution mm-hmm. of uh, the K1s versus Stephanie White Savior from Michigan. She, yes, my honor, as she has already been um, sentenced to a lifelong Pennsylvania residency, this is more just for us. Yes. My honor. 100%. She had the temerity to uh, say that, I guess, Ryan was a master manipulator. And yes, while his behavior is 100% indefensible and inexcusable, if we're talking on levels of manipulation, to give someone a fake job, fake employment, fake self-esteem in order to basically uh, deceive the person into realizing they were some sort of sex employee, uh, I would say is orders of magnitude above that. So I think that is what we would call legally uh, fuck shit. Okay. My honor. Um, case closed. I don't have any disagreements with the case you presented. My honor. Okay, great. Thank um, you. Yes. Yes. Her. That was a little bit for me. Cancellation has been reapproved. It's a lifelong cancellation. Bang, bang. bang. Like I did with Columbia House in the mid 90s. <laughs> it's a lifelong cancellation. I'm sorry. You're, you were doing business with an 11 year old child. Why do you think they could enter a legal contract where they're buying CDs every month from you? I granted, yes, he wanted Foxy Brown's Il Nana, but that's a it's a fire album. Anyway, case closed. Uh, that was a conversation my dad had to have with Columbia House because I engaged <laughs> in a subscription plan as a minor. And he was like, he's a child, you fucking idiot. He ain't going to fucking pay shit. Oh, what, his credit? <laughs> He's in fucking fourth grade. What the fuck are you talking about? He's a, he just knows how to use stamps. Fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, shout out to him. So, um, anything else to add? Oh, yeah. Yes, please. I just had a couple of last minute thoughts on like completely different things. Well, I guess to wrap her, are we, do we want to wrap her up? Or do you have other things to think about her? To say about her, rather. I just wanted to say you did notice that she almost called him Ryan. She said, yeah. and then here is. They all look alike. I mean, they all, they're because they're in the same family. They look alike. They do kind of look alike. Their eyes, when he had the mask on, 
I was like, oh, I see that. They got the mysterious. They they got the mysterious eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although he looks more totally. like J.R. Smith. Um, like that's more his vibe. Mm-hmm. Yo, they're fucking oof. The way she was like, Harris, I have to ask you something. With her fucking 180 reverse psychology, where she's being like, I'm going to give him the opportunity to act as if he is offering me something. <laughs> That's master manipulator step number one. You know what I mean? They're, mm-hmm. I'll give them the feeling of altruism as I bring them into my fucking net of deception. Ooh, Stephanie! I see you, motherfucker. That's fucking slick, you spiderweb, motherfucker. And she's like, will you just stay with me for a few days until I leave? Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm, mm, she's the mm. center of everyone's universe. Yeah. Everyone's going to drop whatever the fuck they're doing to stay with her and make sure she's okay. That's what's so dark, man. Like Just such crazy, like, insanely, like, stereotypical like white womanness where it's like oh i'm gonna be the victim in every situation and everyone's gonna be forced to take care of me and when i cry that's when i am my most vulnerable and everyone has to protect me yeah it's i mean and that's the thing is like it's weird because like you again the shit ryan did was fucked up and you're like everybody should be banished forever but then like they still keep the thing going and then but like harris wow <laughs> dude i love how low energy harris's whole fucking scam is though he's like yeah i told you you know that's what i said so sad <laughs> he said so sad like it was such a fucking empty response that i was like honestly harris that's a fucking low scammer bonus because he didn't it's like he also knew what it was. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It, 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 he didn't have to really offer her much except for, like, just be there and say the other words back to pretend it wasn't a scam. You know what I mean? Ugh. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Full free. Because, I mean, you knew what it was when it signed up. The whole fucking thing was, oh, so sad. But I told you. Anyway, are we going to fuck? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are we doing? Will you stay with me for a few days? I mean, I t- you deserve better. I mean, Ryan is terrible, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this. Unless you have anything else? That's it. That's it. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, we will see you on the next time when we talk about Married at First Sight. But this has been another episode of 420 Day Fiance. You know, you can find us at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> and if you really love us, come to twitch.420. Wait, twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. And you know what? I'm just going to give myself. Yeah, a four, yeah exactly. You know. <laughs> what I meant is, yes, twitch. Dot, is yes, no, hold on. It's twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. Come to the live streams. We're out here Tuesdays, Fridays, talking this and Married at First Sight and much more. There's more to come, y'all. Just get ready. Meow. So until then, meow, meow. Uh, I've been Sophia Alexander. You can find me at the Sophia on Twitter and Instagram.
The handle is at the Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A, okay? And you can also catch me on my other podcast where I've, I was just talking about uh, all kinds of different relationships and things like that on my podcast, Private Parts Unknown with Courtney Kosak. Get into that. And also my album, Father's Day, and also my stand-up show, shows, right? Hell yeah. One is tonight. Tonight. At 7. Yes. Basically in 45 minutes. Bing, bing, if you're on the live stream. 7 p.m. PST Tuesdays. Cool. And then the other one, Saturday, 6 p.m. PST. Also Zoom. Boom. Okay. And you can find me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And you can also check out my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, with Jack O'Brien, every day. Check us out there. Uh, until then, you know, kisses, smooches. We love y'all. Be good. Stay blessed. And we'll see you later. Bye. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Oh, hey, you. It's Nicole Lappin, New York Times bestselling author, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, and now the host of the new iHeartRadio daily podcast, Money Rehab. So here's the deal. I'm going to rehab your wallet so that you can get your financial life together once and for all. Trust me, I know money talk can be scary, and that's why my episodes are just 10-ish minutes. No frills, just bite-sized tips and tricks so you waste no time. Because time is money. And here at Money Rehab, you're not just a listener. I want you to come on the show. Ask me your burning money questions, and I'll answer them. Nothing is off limits. Listen to Money Rehab on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The time for your intervention is now. So let's make some change.